Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by the Club Trillion Foundation and the Club Trillion Foundation Scholarship. I have plugged this before, Tate. Uh, it is time to plug it again. We are getting down to the wire here. Uh, the scholarship is open. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, we, we the foundation that I helped start is giving out a scholarship to a walk-on basketball player, Division One men's basketball player. Um, it is open to all Division One men's basketball player walk-ons. Uh, uh, the deadline to apply is February 1st. You can go to clubtrillionfoundation.org to apply. Um, we do not have as many submissions right now as we should. Mm. Um, and that's fine by me. I mean, there's only going to be one winner, so... Uh, who cares how many people actually submit it? But um, you know, if you're a fan, I assume people listening to this are college basketball fans. They mm-hmm. would love to see a guy on their team win it. Tweet at him. If you know someone who's a walk-on, tell them about this scholarship. It's fifteen thousand dollars, Tate, and a free trip to the Final Four. This is better than what most yeah. kids get to go to school, of course. And we should also point out that I think a lot of people were confused because they don't view you as a walk-on. You know what I mean? So maybe there's a little bit oh, they don't? intimidation, right? They may think that you're too good uh, and they don't want to reach out to you because they don't view you as a walk-on. It's not an oh. equal. It's not a one-to-one. So well, is that a good all those or, kids out there feeling like that. Is that a good like bet? That, like, where on the, so you're saying they you're view one, me as a real player not, or yes, like they view yeah, me as like a You are a real a manager. player to them, yes, or a real commentator. Mm. You you're basically get to do, you, you can Dan Dockage this whole that thing. That is true. Just like, say you're a winning basketball player, winning coach, whatever yeah. it is after the fact. As you get older in media and you're a mm. former player, uh, your credentials of like how good you were as a player mattered less and less. I've of noticed. course. Yes. Yeah. And it's same tr- same is true with coaching. Like mm-hmm. Dick Vitale, does anybody know how good of a coach he was? No. No. No one really cares. It's like Dick Same with Phelps. Bill Raftery. Yeah. Does oh, anyone know? Does, remember the highlighter. How no many games cares. did Bill Raftery win as a coach at Seton Hall? Does anybody know? No, no. one knows. No. They're just like, we just love him on, mm-hmm. on camera. That's my goal. I want to I do that. So um, Anyway, go go uh, help spread the word. The, as I said, the deadline is February 1st. It's quickly approaching. Um, if you have not submitted your uh, application by then, um, you lose. You get nothing, and you like it. So uh, that's how that's going to go. Uh, Tate, we today have to talk about what a what a week in college basketball this was. The old Big mm-hmm. East is back, uh, and and it resides in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, in the old Big East, it's a play on. Uh, this is not <laughs> no, the, the old, old Big, Big East. East. We don't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the There's too Big many East. brawls to bring up this brawl. In the old Big East, it's a Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, and but in the Big Twelve, apparently, this is the the biggest atrocity that has ever happened. People are calling this the worst fight in college basketball history uh, because recency bias is a thing and mm-hmm. nobody remembers. I don't know. The, the question Nine is, years how ago will college Cincinnati basketball move on? Yeah, how will That's we move on? Yeah, no Should we knows. even do a show? Like, I feel <laughs> complicit, honestly, that we're, like, we're here making jokes and like something mm-hmm. so severe happened in a college basketball court. Um, if you missed it, there was a fight in, in Kansas, Kansas State game. We're going to talk about that uh, at length. We're going to talk about our good buddy Zion Williamson mm-hmm. debuting in the NBA. Um, we we're going to talk about there's this NCAA convention going on yes. in, in Anaheim, and uh, Tate and I got really excited. They're all about talking. This. They've heard yeah, the just a lot of talk. talk. Yeah, uh, they've heard about the FBI, and they've heard that Condoleezza Rice maybe cannot save everyone. Uh, but mostly, we're just going to talk about mm-hmm. Kansas and Bill Self. So uh, we're going to get to it. But first, Woody Durham. All right, Tate, it is about 8.15 out here on the West Coast. Uh, we just got done watching Michigan State lose in Assembly Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a game before that that uh, we don't really need to talk about. Um, what game was that again, Mark Titus? I do not recall. Should I do it now? Should we just get it out of the way? Yeah, uh, a lot of people, first off, let me say this. A lot of people uh-huh. have said, we had our first show at Fox, right? And mm-hmm. we're very excited to be here. And people were saying, 
they're they're talking bad about college basketball. They aren't excited about the sport. <laughs> love, it must I'm, be it must be because I love when you do the people are saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are saying <laughs> lots of people because uh, it is your your mom and dad. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's and maybe my family members, the people from my hometown. Yeah, they're all saying uh, that we don't want to talk about it because our teams are bad. North right. Carolina is not great. They just lost in double overtime to Virginia Tech. Ohio State has lost. You know, I'm going to put my hand up and say row. you're absolutely right. Yes, when when Ohio State was we're rolling, upset. I was like, yeah. this is the greatest season yeah. ever, and now we're horrible. And I'm like, eh, this season sucks. We don't need to talk. We you know we don't even like 2019. Of course, but it was a fond memory to think that every. Both in the top 10. I'm not going to apologize because every mm-hmm. fan's that way. Every single person that's accusing that of like, if you're a San Diego State fan, you're like, you're, you're well, this season's great. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? You know damn well if the wheels fall off, you're going to be like, never mind. I changed my mind. This it's season actually sucks. Yeah, yeah, just leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone, folks. Just let it happen. Um. Yeah, but uh, uh, I've officially hit the panic button on Ohio mm-hmm. State. It's it's official. So I, I don't know if, if anyone's keeping score at home. If you're we don't have a button for you to um, hit. But. I think the last couple weeks I've been just trying to like ignore it. I'm just mm-hmm. brushing it under the rug, trusting that something will 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 figure will figure it out. But losing there's there's no shame in losing to Minnesota, this Minnesota team. Like they're obviously not great. They're they were kind of a bubble team right now. But like they're, they're gonna they're probably gonna make the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not like it's not like you lost to Northwestern or whatever. But um. Ohio State already lost at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We, we've lost God knows how many games in a row at this point. I, th- I think we've like one and six in our last seven since since you and I saw Ohio State beat Kentucky and Vegas. And Coach Cal said this is the best team in the country. And right to my face, yeah. he looked at me dead in the eye and said, "Ohio State is the best team in basketball." And you and Chris Oldman are being chummy in the post game mm-hmm. interview, and you're asking him, "Do you have a message for the haters?" Mm-hmm. And all, all of this is happening. Uh, Ohio State is one and six since then, and the one win is versus Nebraska at home. Um, but I, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, it was just the start of conference play. Upsets happen; they're figuring it out. The loss to Minnesota, in and of itself, is not bad. But when you've lost that many games, and you've already lost to Minnesota, so you, like you're going into this game knowing Minnesota's already beaten you. You can't get swept by Minnesota. You can't. You got. You got to win one of these games to get the season back on track. And we still lose to Minnesota. Marcus Carr. I don't know who this guy is. I, 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 I knew him from the first game. I tried to block him out of my mind. I don't know where he came from. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, the Carr family as a whole. Yes. All get him cars. out of my face. Carr, I, I brought this Carr, up last time. Marcus Carr related, dropped 35. Yeah, they always yeah. do this to Ohio State. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Derek Carr is, is going <laughs> to really come out of somewhere. <laughs> He's going to be the quarterback's coach <laughs> right. at Ohio State and ruin the program at some point. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. But uh, to, to me, this was a must win. It was also a can't lose. Um, and And – Neither one of those things happened with Ohio State. I'm officially smashing mm-hmm. the panic button. I think we could miss the tournament. I think there's turmoil in the locker room. I, I don't know what's happening. My hair is falling <laughs> out. Cancel the season. <laughs> Cancel the season. The funniest thing about college basketball is that every team, for whatever reason, seems to have a panic button. Yeah. Every, every program is like ready to hit it. Oh, yeah. And what I ask is, what, who's going to We need come? a panic button in the studio, by the way. But who just... comes when you hit the panic button? When you call 911, obviously, you know, yeah. you the ambulance, cops, whoever it may be. But when you hit the panic button in college basketball, is it to get an Underwood? You make know, a trade. Like red yeah. Underwood, you know, like a coach to well, come in and fix things? Or I think know. I think it's just a declaration that you can no longer. We like, don't care. Like What I'm saying is I don't care. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm telling the world is that you can no longer roast me on Twitter when my mm-hmm. team loses because I'm already roasting myself. Mm-hmm. I've already hit the panic button. I'm hitting mm-hmm. the eject button. Mm-hmm. We're losers this year. <laughs> it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so don't tweet at me. Mm-hmm. Stop tweeting at me. Yeah, that's what that's what the panic button is. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think that, I think that Chris Holtman and the Ohio State Buckeyes they forgot the one rule of Vegas, which is whatever happens in Vegas has to stay in Vegas. Yeah, and something happened. Well, what happened was one good basketball being yes. played stayed in Vegas. I think something happened. We don't. I know. think that's what happened. Is Ohio I'm State point to that? I'm played very Vegas. well. I'm not going to blame Coach Holtman. We love Coach Holtman. We're going to blame Vegas. Ohio, yeah. Don't take your team to Vegas. 
like Dwayne Washington was getting suspended. Luther Muhammad was suspended. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, there's something going on in the locker room. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like. I'm gonna blame Vegas for um, North Carolina too. Just keep blaming. Vegas. But uh, you know, about four hours to the west of Columbus, Ohio, things are rolling in Assembly Hall with Joey Brunk. Uh, just it, it was so great being here watching the game. We we watched it in the Fox War Room as they call it with the 30 TVs on the wall and all of our new uh, uh, colleagues. Um, we were trying to. T- I was trying to tell him. I was like, "This is Joey Bronk comes out of the gate, mm-hmm. dominating Michigan State." And I said, "Joey Bronk is is the litmus test of Big Ten basket of, of Indiana." When Joey Bronk's got the funk, I use Roland. That's mm-hmm. how it works. And the, the man came out. What do you have? Like eight points in the first like four minutes, and then I don't. I think he scored like two or four the rest of the game. But <laughs> it's fine though because big time plays. Joey Bronk. Yeah. And yes. We've been saying all season. We didn't know if Indiana basketball was going to be back, right? We're we're kind of a little skittish. You were saying, don't talk about IU. They've had a great start to the year, but don't bring them up. They they smashed Florida State. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of wondering, mm-hmm. can we talk about this team? We even had someone walk in and say, is Indiana actually fourteen and four? That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know is that, that a real fourteen and four. Like, yeah. But when you see Joey Brunk win a game against you yeah. know, Michigan State, they kind of set the tone of, oh, this is Indiana basketball. Yep. Joey Brunk's out there, the Brunkhauser. Uh, this is good times. Uh, my dad, uh, who, is who, is, who is becoming still. a character on the show, and we're going to mm-hmm. have him on the show at some point, he mm-hmm. texted me in all caps, Hoosiers, with like 30 exclamation points. So uh, he, he got the, the, Again, the thumbs Indiana up. Again, Indiana basketball is back. Because this was a quiet night from Devontae Green. That's really what it is. My, <laughs> my dad is the biggest Devontae Green hater on earth. Well, he probably – I mean, a lot of IU fans are, so um, – but yeah, yeah. So he he got the stamp of approval. But how could you the, get the graphics congratulating yeah. Devonte Green for Danny Green's successes if he were not <laughs> yeah, in right, right. <laughs> Um So yeah, that 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 was that was uh, that was something that happened tonight. Was I you beat Michigan State and Ohio State lost? But um, well, you got any other thoughts before we get to the to the real meat and potatoes no, of the show? Well, yeah, one for two. Um, let's get to the, let's get to what we really want to talk about, mm-hmm. which is this Kansas Kansas State fight. Uh, so how will we move on? That is the how question. do we as a country mm-hmm. come together and heal from this? Um, initial thoughts, Tate, on everything that went down. Silvio, just, let's let's set the stage. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. This is what Wednesday night. This was last night. Or, yes, or was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Tuesday two, night. Yeah, two nights ago. Or I don't Wednesday, know. What no, is it was today? It was, it, was, it was Tuesday night. It's today Friday. It's today's <laughs> Friday. You listen on Friday, so I guess yes. Let's just say yeah, Wednesday night. Perfect. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter. Yeah, yeah. It happened. Um, so uh, 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 we so are not we, lying to you. You can check so the highlights. <laughs> Look this up. Silvio DeSosa, DeSosa, I'm sorry, I always mispronounce the name like everyone else does. Uh, Silvio DeSosa is dribbling the, the clock out, mm-hmm. gets the ball stolen from him, um, blocks the shot of, I forget who, who was it, the, uh, 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 um, I forget who the kid was. The, Antonio the, Gordon? Was it Antonio Gordon? Maybe. I don't know. He's suspended, so who we'll cares? just say that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> who cares? It doesn't matter. The kid, uh, uh, the Kansas State kid, mm-hmm. he, he blocks the hell out of his shot, which, by the way, one of the mm-hmm. great... In a vacuum, that is one of the best blocks I've ever seen in my life. If mm-hmm. you just take that part of the clip where he blocked the shot, I think I think DeSosa knew it, which is why he stood over him. Dewan um, Gordon is what they're saying in our ears. Dewan Gordon. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dewan Gordon. Um, Dewan Gordon, you got, you got, you got the ball Sorry, stuffed Dewan, in your face. Yes. Uh, great, great block. Uh, great, this, great name, De, by the way. Great basketball name. Yeah, yeah. DeSosa poses over him, mm-hmm. and then all hell breaks loose. Um, mm-hmm. He grabs a chair at one point. Punches are being thrown. Guys are coming off the Kansas State bench. Uh, my, my favorite part of all this, and I want to get this out of the way because I will forget to say it unless I say it at the top, was th- there's a big scrum happening, and Fran Frischilla is on the call. And I love Fran Frischilla so much. He's one of my favorite commentators. He, his, his Big 12 knowledge is unbelievable. He, like, he, he just knows every guy. He, he's, he's perfect for calling Big 12 basketball games. But I, I love when, when, when these altercations happen and the guys who are commenting the games mm-hmm. – 
like the brain almost can't like process it. They were like, I have all these notes ready for like rebounding margins and turnover mm-hmm. charts and all this. Mm-hmm. Points I was paint. not prepared yes. to be Joe Rogan calling a mm-hmm. UFC fight tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm really unsure of what's happening here. So Franz just kind of like, ooh, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't like it. This is bad. And then as soon as DeSosa <laughs> punches it, he's like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to offer my thoughts. This is bad. <laughs> I was dying at that. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I don't know what to, this is not. Uh, Yep, this is bad. This is definitely bad. <laughs> I will say this. This all started because of Mammoth. And if you don't yes. remember, Mammoth basically was getting beat by 50 points early in the season against Kansas. And the, this whole situation was set up where Kansas, again, was dribbling out or just holding the ball. Right? So yeah, at the yeah. end of the game, we blew you up by 40 points. Game's over. Thanks for coming to Lawrence. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Ball is stolen. Guy goes down, dunks it. Should have been an and one, but it's not. But it's a big moment. Mama celebrates. I'm excited. And it was the prob- kid gets a tech. Yeah, the, the kid gets technical. Yeah, because he was posing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. And so that was the precursor. And I don't. I think it's worth bringing up because I don't think it's coincidence. I think that was on DeSosa's mind. Of it was course. Like, we're not gonna let. We're not gonna let no, this guy let, dunk on. And that the was end, bigger you know? than the game, even though they won by yeah. 50 points. People were like, yeah. that was pretty big. You know, Mama. Well, the kid, the Mammoth kid. Remember, he did the interview like a yeah. couple weeks later. And he, he said, was like, "I don't give a you know what." And yeah. then he said, "Like I, I think I got the team pretty hyped up or something." And I was like, "You guys." Shout out to Coach King Rice and J.R. Reed. Those are great guys, great coaches. Love the Mama team. Oh, God. Um, but I think you're absolutely right. I think if that doesn't happen, then I don't think the fight with Kansas State happens. That's what I was, I think there's residual resentment mm-hmm. from that moment. So DeSosa has a little bit of that built into this. So I, I give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. But as soon as he throws the first punch, he knows the wave that is coming. And, of course, what we saw was the entire Kansas State team decides the game is over. And yep. we are going to get into this fight. We're going to make this thing happen. Bruce Weber, after the game, says, my team told me that the game was over. Yeah. So he kind of defends them without really defending them. It was kind of a wink-wink deal. He's like, um, yeah, this wasn't, nice. yeah, this wasn't my responsibility. When <laughs> yeah, the clock like, hits zero, it doesn't matter where they go. They're the my basketball players, but when the clock mm-hmm. hits zero, they become private citizens, mm-hmm. and I'm not responsible <laughs> for anything to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, so... so what ends up, we, we, we all know what the, the fight that, that, that we saw. Uh, DeSosa gets suspended for 12 games. This is what I want to talk about. This, okay. is, this is the real thing because I don't think there's really – I mean, what commentary are we going to offer on the fight? It was – This kind of behavior cannot be tolerated. Ultimately, no one was actually hurt, which doesn't mean it's like I'm excusing the fight. Like, it was mm-hmm. bad. It was very bad. You can't do this. Um, DeSosa mm-hmm. – uh, I think DeSosa – here, let's just get to this point. DeSosa <laughs> suspended for 12 games, right? Mm-hmm. McCormick, uh, who was on the floor at the time for Kansas, but he was like all the way on the other end, just standing in the corner as the clock is getting dribbled out. Um, Gordon steals the ball, goes up for the layup. McCormick still doesn't really move. He doesn't start moving until like the fight breaks out, and he's like, ooh, give me some of that, and starts sprinting mm-hmm. down to the other end to start throwing haymakers. He gets suspended two games for Kansas. Uh, Kansas State had two guys suspended. James Love, who was in street clothes, the the guy in the if you've seen the clips mm-hmm. he's the guy in the black shirt that just comes in just wailing on everyone, he gets suspended eight games and then Antonio Gordon who also came in off the bench, mm-hmm. uh uh who was not in the game at the time but he number eleven comes in um he gets suspended three games which like I I've watched it a few times I don't really know what he did to deserve three games. I mean he came off the bench but like he he wasn't the most egregious uh but this is the point I want to make is the suspensions to me and this is my hot take on this whole thing, DeSosa was railroaded in all this uh I think DeSosa so, if we're breaking this down, I think the block is fine. As we said, he got the ball stolen from him. The block was a great clean block. He poses over the guy. That you can't really do that, but I, I'm not. I mean, you can't do that in the sense that like that's a tech. That should be always be a tech, mm-hmm. and that's like bad sportsmanship, quote unquote. Uh, but between now and next week, 
that's going to happen on another college basketball court. Like, this happens all the time. Yeah. Guys dunk on guys and, like, mm-hmm. kind of pose on them. They mm-hmm. block shots. They pose on them. Yeah, just watch high school basketball. That's all it is. Or you're, you're Brad Davis and you take mm-hmm. a charge. You pose on it. Whatever mm-hmm. it is you do, mm-hmm. guys are flexing on yes. guys. Uh, so that, to me, was like, it was bad, but it wasn't especially egregious. Mm-hmm. And it didn't become a problem until then the Kansas State guys come and shove DeSosa. And then DeSosa's even like, whoa, dude. He's kind of, he's kind of, yeah, he's, yeah, he's jarred like, whoa, whoa, a little whoa, whoa. bit. And then he gets like, shoved again. He's like, okay, I guess it's time to scrap. And then he, and then he starts, <laughs> then he starts throwing punches. It's fight or flight mode, you know. At yeah. that point, he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then, um, so, uh, and then he starts punching. But it, my whole point was like, I feel like he was retaliating to everything. And mm-hmm. listen, you can't retaliate. That's what we we, we learned this mm-hmm. when we were in grade school. It's like it's never the first guy. It's always the retaliation mm-hmm. that gets the the biggest point. Which is you actually like a really bad lesson. Yeah, that's if a, you really think about it. It's like couldn't both people get in trouble? So like, t- should we talk to both? So, people? Mrs. Johnson, you're saying if I want to fight, <laughs> I should throw the first punch? Is Absolutely. That <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Go with your gut, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh uh DeSosa in my in my view he was retaliating retaliation is bad but mm. is it 12 games bad Tate mm. because I here, here's what I think doomed DeSosa is he picked up the chair mm-hmm. and everyone you have the image it's this this to me was a whole it was an optics this thing. is a meme yeah this is an optics mm-hmm. thing where the headline of every story across the country every print journalism whatever mm-hmm. was a picture of DeSosa pulling the chair behind him mm-hmm. uh it became the meme you know you got people putting WWE belts on him um all that kind of stuff but he didn't actually use the chair and and that's what I'm very confused by because like he doesn't really land any punches mm-hmm. he doesn't he 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 pulls the chair up People were saying that the coach took the chair from him, but there's like I saw this other angle where he actually just dropped it, and the coach's hand didn't. I, w- I was breaking it down like it was like an NFL catch, like your mm-hmm. catch or not catch. Did you think he touched it? Did he touch it? Did the coach touch it? No. Uh, uh. Ooh, here's the angle. Here's the definitive angle. The coach never touches it. Jaren Howard it. is the coach. Yes, yeah, yeah, for Kansas. So DeSosa drops the chair, which like I don't know. I I kind of want to applaud that actually because. I mean, you know how much restraint it takes to like be in, you're scrapping and you pick up a chair and you're getting ready to, and you're like, eh, I probably shouldn't. I'm gonna mm-hmm. drop that. Like yeah. that's it's kind of mature, right? Um, but in all seriousness, like, okay, fine, give DeSosa 12 games. I think everyone like the dude, the the James Love in the black shirt for Kansas State. How is he not punished? Just to, he was not even in the game. This dude's supposed to be hurt. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be injured. The whole reason yeah. he's not playing Looked is because he's injured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, like, if anything, I'm if I'm Bruce Weber, I'm upset at the tape. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not in uniform tonight? Uh, you also have to point out that DeSosa he has been suspended for a year, so he already has the kind of cloud of yeah. this is not a great like in the Kansas, national media. Kansas you know, is already you know, like the, the they've already the, done the, the easy whole, target. His guardian was yet. paid, but they weren't mm-hmm. you know attached to each other. We already heard that story. Hey, I heard I times. heard along with the suspension, he got a pay cut. Tate, did you hear that one? Oh, boom, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, and that's sort of where we are with him. He already has this bet, but we saw him in Maui. He's a really mm-hmm. seems like a very docile, sweet kid. In fact, when they were giving out the <laughs> seems uh, like a docile, sweet kid. <laughs> he is. I mean, look, they gave Maui Jim sunglasses out, and the man wouldn't get near him. Because he's yeah. like, I'm not dealing with any NCAA. Oh, practice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, true, yeah. they're like, Sylvia, we promise you can take the sunglasses. He's like, get that away from me. So I do think he's trying to right the ship. I thought the 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 note that he wrote yeah, uh, out to the, the public. Someone, or that every single comment is like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool that your lawyer could write it. First off, like, just leave him alone. Of course, he probably has a lawyer that wrote it or someone with the university wrote it. But, again, he does seem like he is contrite with the whole situation. Bill Self, mm-hmm. after the game, is like, he's a great kid. I hate to see it. But I want to go back to the rule book. The rule book is this. Rule number 10 says, and Jay Billis wrote a whole thing about this. Rule number 10, if you get in a fight, you're ejected from the game, and you're suspended one game. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Yeah. So basically a picture of him holding his chair that he didn't even use. That's what doomed and, him. And, yeah. and put it down. Mm-hmm. He has 11 extra games to deal with this. Well, it was pointed out, too, that people were saying uh, uh, 11 games from 
like an 11 game suspension would take him through the rematch mm-hmm. and a lot of people are, th- are theorizing that they just want like the big 12 does not want to so so suited up to be in manhattan, in manhattan Kansas. yeah which makes a lot of sense to me but so Still, like put him in street clothes just for, like the other yeah, coaches <laughs> and have him ready to go as, sounds, as we've learned yeah, if you're yeah. in street clothes you definitely can't get in a fight <laughs> yeah, clothes. yeah we learned that um perfect no so i i felt like i felt like uh which is why this is a rule in the nba is it not a rule in college i thought i, I thought it was a rule in college as well but as you said the game was over maybe if you come off the bench that's the that's when you're especially mm-hmm. screwed if you're coming off the bench for a fight and it makes a ton of sense because if you're getting involved in a in, like the Sosa, you, you could pass it off as like a heat of the moment type thing. Like mm-hmm. you're you're in the heat of the moment, you're retaliating again. I'm not excusing the retaliation, but like I get it. The guy pushes you, you push him back, and I maybe don't punch him, but like mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> the, the the problem to me is like you guys guys like McCormick who are completely on the other end of the. If you come running in mm-hmm. and you start throwing punches, how do you get two games for that? How how does James Love get eight games? We're, we're literally, mm-hmm. he's done nothing the entire game except sit there and probably eat Skittles on the bench as the game's going on. And he comes in and just starts punching everybody, and he gets a less suspension than the guy who just, like, blocked a shot, stood over a guy, and then got pushed, and then picked up a chair. And, like, we're, like, 12 games for that. Do you think there's any sort of Big 12, all these people are trying to stick it to Kansas because they were able to get away with DeSouza Here's before, what I think. so no, they're I, like, yeah, we can get This goes deeper than that. This yeah. goes all the way to the top. This okay. goes to Bill Self, uh, who... Bill Self wants to play four guards. Mm-hmm. Bill Self needs to play four guards. Destiny tells Bill Self the four guard lineup. You do not need to play McCormick mm-hmm. with Azubuke. Azubuke is it, it, he's already big enough. He takes up enough space down there. We don't need McCormick out there. We don't need DeSosa out there with mm-hmm. him. Put the four guard lineup around Azubuke. That's that's what your de- this team was destined for, Bill. And Bill is like, I know, but I. DeSosa, you know, he's suspended for so long, and it took. we had to go through mm-hmm. so much stuff to get him eligible. I feel like I have to play him. McCormick's sort of like the same thing. Like, he's a, he, he's a great player for it. Like, I kind of have to play him. I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll call in a favor to the Big 12 office. I'll say, suspend Silvio for as long as you possibly can because I don't want to play this man. It helps our team if he doesn't play. I think that's what, what's going on. So Bill Self called it There in. was some insider trading I think here. Bill Self's going to appeal the McCormick suspension, mm-hmm. and it's going to get bumped up from two games. <laughs> Bill Self's going to call in an appeal, and the Big 12 is going to be like, Bill, we went pretty light on him, actually. I mean, we got him on mm-hmm. video throwing punches. He's like, no, 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 he needs more. Yeah, give, give him yeah, eight or ten. Give him, give him a few more, yeah. Let's give him a break. <laughs> let's get him past that Kansas State game for sure. Uh, also, Marcus Garrett was completely involved in this whole thing, but, again, he's a guard, so we're cool with that. We'll let him come back and you play. You know who wasn't involved was Mitch Lightfoot, which uh, <laughs> was pointed out to me tonight uh, that he was standing. There, there's a picture of him just standing watching. Hello, darkness, <laughs> my like, old friend. And the, the, what was the joke that he's, he's going to burn his red shirt? Yeah, now. he's going to have to play, play now. now. <laughs> Bill Self um, slapped him on the ass and was like, "You got to play, Mitchie." So here's what I want to do, because I, 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 I really am kind of. Again, I don't think it ultimately matters because I don't think the Sosa is that important to Kansas. I think he's averaging like two points a game or something. Mm-hmm. For that. He's not. He's not an integral part of their team. I mean, no. whatever. But uh, you know, justice. Justice is supposed to be blind, Tate. You know, I, it, it's wrong that he got 12 games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's wrong. And to prove my point as to why it's wrong, I'm going to point out some other historical Please. suspensions for yes. you. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So you might remember that Cincinnati Xavier, that there was a fight in Zip 2011. Yes. In December of 2011. Yes. Uh, very ugly. At the time, people were calling it the ugliest fight in college basketball history because that's what we do anytime there's any sort of fight. Whatsoever. How did we move on back then? Do we remember <laughs> how we moved on? I don't know. I can't recall. What is the playbook on that <laughs> one? What is the rule? What is the move on rule? I think uh, people wore a lot of pens on their shirt. Mm-hmm. That, like a, like You just wear like a ribbon that just like 
in memory of the the fight and then we healed as a nation and, and moved on from that uh so the the biggest instigator in that one um he, he didn't actually start it but he definitely tried to finish it was yancey gates you mm-hmm. might remember yancey mm-hmm. gates throws a ball at des wells who was part of the initial confrontation uh des wells of xavier takes a ball hits des wells then 10 seconds later, clocks Kenny Freeze in the side of the face, and Kenny Freeze's head like splits open and just starts bleeding. Um, very ugly scene. You got Kenny Freeze coming off the – Kenny Freeze gets rattled. If you like rewatch the video, mm-hmm. um, maybe funny is not the right word, but like he gets stuck, and you see him like kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, like falls down, and he's very disoriented. It's, it was Yeah, in the words of Mike yeah. Tyson, everyone has a plan until they get hit yes. in the mouth. Yes. Very, very ugly scene. Much worse than holding a chair above your head and not using it. Uh, Yancey Gates got six games for that. He got half the suspension that, um, and I know that these are different entities assigning mm-hmm. the suspensions. I know there's different circumstances. I'm just pointing out how funny this, like how mm-hmm. ludicrous the whole thing is. Yancey Gates got six games for that. We have Marcus Smart, who you remember went into the crowd <laughs> when Texas Tech, when they were playing at Texas Tech, uh, he was called a piece of crap. He then goes into the crowd and shoves a fan. He get, and, and I'm not sticking up for the fan. The fan is an idiot. Jeff Orr was his name. Um, he got he, the Jeff Orr got suspended for the rest of the season. He was told don't come back to any more Texas Tech games. Uh, See, that seems like a fair suspension. Yeah, that's a fair. Know? Yeah, which he should have. I'm I'm on board with that one. Yeah, that's a good but one. Marcus Smart goes into the crowd and shoves a fan and gets three games suspension. Yeah. That seems about okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Gerald Henderson when he he cocked his oh, elbow back. Yes. and Tagged Tyler Hansbrough mm-hmm. in the face and we got How the long? bloody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Had to be a long time. One game suspension. Oh, indefinitely. Indefinite, an yeah, indefinite yeah, yeah, one yeah. game suspension. Coach case. You favorite. might remember also in 2011, big year for college basketball fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgetown played an exhibition. They went on an exhibition tour in China in 2011. Nasty fight breaks mm-hmm. out. A Chinese, I actually rewatched the tape today. A, a Chinese player picks up a chair and puts it above his head. I was dying laughing. Did he use it? No, I mean, no. It was like the same thing. Maybe he that's puts the it move. It's intimidation. It. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, I could, but I won't. Because, again, it's just basketball. It's just a game. Let's move on. Um, so <laughs> that that was that was actually the ugliest. Like if you actually rewatch the thing, it's like mm-hmm. guys are running all over the place. And, and you're in China, so there's like the part of like, yeah. what's going to happen here? Like, is there any recourse whatsoever? No. Or like the the authorities are just going to side with the the Chinese players, and we're especially screwed. So it was really really bad. Um, so between the Chinese players and the Georgetown players, there was a grand total of zero game suspension. <laughs> Um, then, Not on domestic turf. It's fine. In 1972, th- which is actually the worst fight that ever happened, uh, when Corky Taylor of Minnesota, um, and I'm not bringing this up just because Minnesota, the beat Ohio State, but mm-hmm. when 1972, Minnesota, Ohio State, um, we're playing in the barn. Corky Taylor helps up Luke Whitty. Luke Whitty falls to the ground. He helps like him up. like a Looney Tunes yeah, episode. It kind of was. The, mm-hmm. the whole scene. Picks him up, knees him in the, the balls as he's helping him off the court. The Chris Paul. Um, yeah, later, Ron uh, Behagen, I think is how you pronounce his last name, <laughs> steps on Luke Whitty. comes off the bench. He'd fouled out in the game. Mm. Comes running out, starts stomping on Whitty's head. Um, the, both those guys got suspended for the year, so that's not the point <laughs> I'm making. But Dave Winfield, yes, that Dave yes. Winfield was on the Minnesota mm. team. He came off the bench, and here's the report from Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated reported that Winfield leaped on top of Ohio State's Mark Wager when he was down and hit him five times with his right fist on the face and head. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Witty was removed on Sounds a stretcher. Like rule number 10. Yeah. yeah exactly. Witty was removed on a stretcher, suffering <laughs> from a concussion and a gas chin that required stitches at the university hospital. Two of his Buckeyes teammates were also hospitalized. Um, I would argue that fight was probably worse than Silvio DeSosa putting a chair above yeah. his head. But, uh, so Dave Winfield throws five punches at mm-hmm. least, sends people to the hospital. 
Zero game suspension. So what you're saying is this fight is soft. This is they're then, soft. This, and then finally, I have Daryl Martin of South Carolina in 1988 was playing Louisville. Uh, he gets an altercation with two different Louisville players. Mm-hmm. Then LeBradford Smith of Louisville comes up to to say something to him, tags him in the face. Mm-hmm. Same sort of deal where LeBradford Smith is like, what just happened? Um, that's on video as well. <laughs> Sticks him right in the face. Mm-hmm. Zero game suspension. So to recap tape. Yancey Gates, Marcus Smart, so Gerald Henderson. this is Henderson. the worst act in college yes. basketball history. Yancey Gates, Marcus Smart, Gerald Henderson, wow. the entire Georgetown team, Dave Winfield, and Daryl Martin all combined for 10-game suspension. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> just also got 12 for picking a chair. We, we get no blood. This is Twitter's fault. I'm gonna it is Twitter. Twitter's fault. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot of pearl clutching going on. So. I cannot believe this. Well, now I feel horrible because I was like, 12 doesn't seem that bad. No, I mean, honestly, like, it it was a bad scene. It is embarrassing. Like, I'm going to put my old man hat on and be, like, mature for a second. It really is bad. Like, we don't want that in college basketball. It's yada, yada, yada. But my my problem isn't even that it's 12 games. My problem is that, again, the dude in the black shirt, James Love, (laughs) who comes, like, immediately, he goes from zero to 60. Like, at least DeSosa was like... He has a defense. He's like, yeah. Your Honor, I was pushed. Like, of course I was going <laughs> to defend myself. This guy is hurt. He's injured. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. even in the game. He's on the bench. No one was coming swinging for him. And he's like, well, my time to shine. And just starts coming in like a helicopter. Just <laughs> It just feels like that everyone wants you to learn something from this. You know, everyone's like, well, yeah. fortunately, nobody yeah. got hurt. But hopefully we learned something. For There's you, nothing to be learned. What is more, uh, what is, what is a blacker like, mark on college basketball in your eyes? This fight or mm-hmm. the time uh, Iowa State fans rushed the, the court? when they beat Iowa and the reporter broke his leg because he was trampled. Oh, wait, he actually tripped over his own feet and broke his leg. <laughs> I do remember that story. And I, I always like when people get upset about rushing. That was my favorite story Maybe ever. the fans should have rushed. That was Maybe my favorite, especially the when the guy like tweeted from the hospital bed. He's like, I tripped over my feet. Sorry, guys. And you, you saw these people like, well, still, <laughs> you could have been trampled. <laughs> <laughs> do you consider this a melee? I'm so tired of people calling this a melee. It's that- not a melee. The uh that 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 uh I heard uh, never mind I was gonna make a bad joke I was gonna say that extension cord he he tripped over I heard he got suspended for ten games <laughs> they, oh. they didn't use that extension cord for ten games Do you have any other thoughts on the fight I think at what, the end of the day this will not affect the Kansas team Will it so affect Bill Self's no job status Fire no. Bill Self is he going to the NBA Do you think he's like he's got to the point where he's like I'm over all this I get a get kid eligible I work my ass off to get DeSosa eligible and this is how he repays me I've had it all uh, I'm going to coach the Thunder when Billy Donovan goes to UCLA after Mick Cronin's fight. Absolutely not, but I would love that to be the case. Uh, I will say this about Kansas. One, it really doesn't matter about the basketball for their team, like you said. The Sosa it really doesn't play. So this whole story is a non-starter, really, because uh, a bunch of non-starters are involved. You know, no Ooh, one cares. I like that. That's and, good. Uh, <laughs> and I wanted to do something with you this year where we could do uh, basically a coin draw for program wins. We got to figure out what sort of currency this mm-hmm. is, but coaches try to build up program wins. Right. Bill Self is trying to build up program embarrassments to see how, how high <laughs> he can take this chain of command. It's like Jenga, you know what I mean? Well, it's like, when will it finally break and Can crumble? I make this point? I don't think it will. That um, on the very first game, so Kansas is a national embarrassment. We've already gone over it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's humiliating. They're, they're <laughs> do Kansas fans care? Absolutely <laughs> okay, not. They're, they're fine. They feel bad yeah, for DeSosa, yeah. just like we do. Yeah. Uh, so Kansas, between the FBI stuff, you have Bill Self, the Snoop Dogg with the strippers, mm-hmm. the, the on down the line, we've, we've covered it ad nauseum on this program. Uh, and then now we have the fight. We have the picture of DeSosa holding the chair. Meanwhile, you have the Indiana Hoosiers in the very first game that they play after all this. They beat Michigan State in mm-hmm. a big-time win, as mm-hmm. Gus Johnson called it on FS1. Um, my question to you, Tate, if you're an Adidas exec, 
are you not looking at this saying this is the perfect opportunity to divert all the resources mm-hmm. away from Kansas, mm-hmm. the toxic cesspool that is Lawrence, Kansas right now, and and send it to the the angelic utopia that is Bloomington, Indiana. Let's because, be honest. All those Adidas executives are probably, you know, in a small confined space, you know, eating cup of noodles. They're, they're using <laughs> extension cords to make a fire. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, well, can't they, they, they use their one call that they get a week or whatever and, and make a call and say, yeah, look, we're call. putting all our, uh, no, man, this Archie's is Archie's basket. Dude, this is Indiana's biggest problem is that Adidas has never, they've always been a B level <laughs> player to Adidas. Maybe this is their time to shine. Maybe they see the opportunity, and Indiana's going to step uh, up, and uh, they're going to get all the Adidas money. It did not forward. look like that based on the shoes that they were wearing. I know. I know. <laughs> Archie Miller just had like basic Adidas on. They even like, said I, that on yeah. the broadcast tonight. Like Gus, Gus was like, a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's like I thought it was a prime. Like time they were supposed game. to. Yeah, Gus just straight up called out Adidas. That was great. Um, any other thoughts on the on the fight? No, no. Let's just move on. Yeah. To, uh, uh, do you want to talk about Zion? Yeah, let's talk about the we biggest fight we've seen on the internet in quite some time. <laughs> From three quarters to the final quarter. Uh, Zion Williamson, the story of redemption, the story of a guy that uh, is probably, quote-unquote, the most hyped player since LeBron James, mm. is what they're saying. Um, he had his debut. It was Wednesday night. We had a Zion cam. Uh, if you went to your ESPN app, you could watch the Zion cam. It was a wide lens. The game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and Zion uh, was not so great to start the game. And the world was ajar. They were aghast. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> they, were <laughs> <shocked>. <laughs> they were shocked. They were shook. They didn't know what to do. They, they were just losing their minds. And they were saying, where is our savior? Where is our hero? Has he been eating too many beignets? <laughs> and it was the meanest things you've ever seen about someone, honestly. And the kid is young. It's, it's his first it's, NBA it's, game. It was disgusting. I was disgusted by it. I, talking about a kid honestly, way, it talking was about such a kid an way like that. How will we move on? Yeah. That's what I'm asking. How will we get past the Zion shaming? And luckily for us, Zion had a fourth quarter where he had 17 points 17 and made four threes, points. and everyone lost their minds the other way. He looked very timid. Um <laughs> He, he he looked. I don't nervous isn't the right word, but he wanted no part of the basketball when he yes. catched the ball in the early in the game. And I was I was kind of bummed out because I I'm excited. All jokes aside, I, re, I mean like who doesn't want to see Zion do well? Who, mm-hmm. I want to see everybody do well. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm, I'm not I'm not a hater. I, I I have no hate in my heart for any basketball players except if your last name is Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Zion uh, uh, he comes out. He's looking really tentative, and it looks like he wants no part of it. And I'm just like, man, this is a bummer. Because like everyone else, I, I tuned in. This is the one NBA game I'm going to watch mm-hmm. all week. Um, I, I was under the impression, the way ESPN was hyping it up, that this was the opening night for the NBA season. <laughs> um, and and he, he didn't really do much. And then he gets hot in, in, the, in the fourth quarter. And my God. The energy it was electric in the stadium in the in the arena. What did the King Smoothie Center or something? Yeah, what they call it? King the Center, Smoothie yeah, King yeah. Center. It <laughs> the became King so. <laughs> Let me just tell you, if who was the, the King, King Smoothie Center and Zion was playing and he was getting shamed like that? They'd be like, no more. King <laughs> Stop that. Uh, absolutely electric. The man goes four for four from the three point line. Tate four for he hit more threes last night. In limited minutes, he gets pulled from the game with five minutes left, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually a smart move. And I want to make I want to talk about that later, but. Uh, he goes four for four from three. More threes than he hit in any single game at Duke. Do you think this is a, a coaching flaw from Coach K that, that we never saw Zion on the perimeter and at Duke? I think Coach K is living in a past. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Basketball has moved on. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, the it's game pa- is passing by. <laughs> it's passing yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pace and space now. I don't know if Coach K has kept up with Three, that. Three's worth more than two. Yeah, exactly. People are figuring it out. I will say this. Uh, I saw the quote from Alvin Gentry about when he pulled him, and he said, Zion said to him, Coach, I can win the game for this team. 
leave me in. And that was the last thing he said, and then Alvin Gentry pulled him out of the game. And I just found that very hilarious. Like, that's a very rookie head coach move. You know, the rookie comes yeah, over, he's, he's like, like coach, I can win this game. Look, Please leave me. And he's like, all right, go sit here. He's like, to be honest with you, Zion, I forgot that we have you on a minutes restriction until you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, so, like, no. But what it, do you think about something? I think, I think it worked out in his favor. I think um, we, were, we were talking about this earlier, that if Zion – Mm. Let's say let's say it's flipped. That game is flipped, and to start the game, he comes out hot, and he's he's got 17 straight points or yes, something. The first quarter, and the, the internet's going crazy because it's mm. been hyped up for so long. We want to mm. see what Zion can do. Mm. He comes out, he's red hot. The place is going nuts, and then he just disappears for three quarters. Then everyone looks back on that debut, and they're like, "What a disaster! This mm. guy doesn't have the clutch gene. This guy shuts it down. He you, whatever whatever the narrative would become." I think in a similar vein, it worked out perfectly that he can point to like the coach and blame it and the medical staff and like you said, like I wanted to stay in. It works out perfectly. You get your seventeen points in a row. You're making you're mounting the comeback. They take you out. The Pelicans end up losing. I don't know how this could end up. As we've established many times, the NBA is not about wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. It's about like narratives and, and perceptions. perceptions. Mm-hmm. And Zion was the big winner. So congratulations, Zion. You did it. Congratulations, Zion. You are officially uh, the franchise leader. or He is the third fattest guy in the league. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh, what was it again? Oh, yeah. Jeff Van Gundy just like going in on it was so – It was. that's what I'm saying. What is wrong it with that? It was absolutely not it, – it, it was awesome that like every single person that was making fat jokes like just pivoted immediately yes. and just said, "How dare everybody make mm-hmm. the fat jokes?" And I don't know. It's, the same it's people that yeah. made the fat jokes were then calling out the people for the fat jokes and deleting those same tweets because I was going back to try to see what people had said before. They yeah. were gone. Yeah, which is why you know Twitter's great. You can always delete it. Did you see what Lizzo tweeted about it? No, what she I'm said. Just kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like, "This is great. I love Zion. He's the best." Um, I'm just kidding. She's feeling know. great. Uh, <laughs> 22 points, which is one more than Anthony Davis. Uh, oh, with franchise I, I, the, debut. The Pelicans love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was great. Yeah. Um, do you think that Zion is better than Anthony Davis? That's what people are I asking. I think Zion is snubbed from the All-Star team, mm-hmm. if that's what okay, you're asking. Great. Yeah, the All-Star rosters came out, and Zion was not on it. And I think you got to start asking some tough questions and, and demand answers. Why was he not Why was he not on there? It was very similar. You mentioned that. Trey Young's start. Remember his first game? Trey Young's first game again. Mm-hmm. He got traded for Luka. He came out. He was terrible. He was turning the ball over. Yeah. He was missing shots, and every single person was like, "LOL, Atlanta." Yeah, right. You know, you right. guys are idiots. Why would you ever make right. this trade? This is the C version of Steph Curry again. Trey Young announced today through tears that he <laughs> is a t- starter yeah. in the NBA <laughs> yeah, right. All Star game, and no one gave him that leash. And again, this is a perception game, so people still see that same guy when they Trey Young, Young. I'm gonna go off for a second. Mm-hmm. Trey Young. I, I did this when we were doing the end of the decade podcast too. The most disrespected. Uh, for reasons that remain unclear to me, why mm-hmm. this man gets so much disrespect from people is, is mind-blowing. I mean, it, it happened at Oklahoma because his team started losing and they felt like ESPN was shoving Trey Young down the throats because we got the trade, like, we're 40 seconds into the game and ESPN already has a graphic that says Trey Young 0.0 assist. Mm-hmm. And then they just started updating it throughout the entire game. And then Oklahoma loses, like, 12 straight or whatever because, again, it was not Trey Young's fault. It, his his best teammate was a freshman, Brady Manick. Mm-hmm. Um, so Oklahoma starts losing. Everyone's losing their minds. Like, we don't care about Trey Young. Get him out of here. Meanwhile, the, the, the kid's averaging, like, 30 and 10. The first player in the history of college basketball to lead the country in scoring assists. Then he goes to the league. He tears it up immediately, mm-hmm. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. He's like 5'7", 146 pounds, and he's torching everybody. Um, but he made a case for rookie of the year, but no, no one yeah, give him no one case. cares. Yeah, yeah, no one like, cares. Oh, even it's now, February. no one cares about February. Even it's now, like, like Luca, everyone cares. Luca's established himself as like the, yes. maybe the best player. What, what, I, I don't know how to praise Luka. Anytime you say <laughs> any praise about Luka Doncic, it's not enough. And, mm-hmm. and 
whatever whatever you think Luka Doncic is, he is. Yes. Internet. Um, even even after Luka's already established himself, people still can't just be like, mm-hmm. Luka's great, Trey's great, everybody's great, mm-hmm. we love you all, big mm-hmm. hugs all around. Mm-hmm. Now they're ripping down Trey because they want to – everyone had these definitive takes that when the, tra- the trade happened on draft night – Atlanta made a huge mistake. Atlanta's idiots. Now it's turning out that Atlanta's not really idiots. It's like an Elijah one Jordan situation. Yes. Like the Rockets aren't stupid for drafting Elijah one instead of Jordan. It's that sort of situation. And for some reason, people just continue to hate Trey Young. Meanwhile, the kid is is everything I've seen. Seems like a nice kid. Plays pretty well. Ton of fun to watch. I don't understand it. Tate, explain it to me. Why do people hate Trey Young? Well, they both can be great, and it's very funny because as soon as Zion had 17 points in the fourth quarter in his NBA debut, every single person that had been tweeting about Ja Morant being the best player in that draft and should have been the number one pick was immediately going back and yeah, saying, d- d- yeah. I don't know what to think because Ja's my guy, but Ja versus Zion, what is it now? Now they're trying to make these two guys go up against each other. I'm starting What's to think. Here, I'm, I'm putting together a theory that people that that call themselves NBA Twitter mm-hmm. – uh, uh, I'm starting to think they that, don't actually yeah. they don't actually watch basketball oh, and they wow. just like watch in, they watch they, Twitter they get on <laughs> they get on Reddit right. and and yeah. yeah and 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 just make memes and mm-hmm. that's kind of how they consume basketball I'm I'm working on this theory I'll, I'll get back pretty to good it, yeah. can we do that <laughs> can we start it's a great gig. That? that's my new thing um, uh, uh, I want to talk to you about this I sent you this article the LA Times put out um, yes the, uh, NCAA <laughs> is currently meeting in Anaheim and I think this is I think the timing of the Kansas Kansas State fight. Kansas, who is uh, the big black mark on college basketball right now, um, that fight happens as the NCAA is meeting in Anaheim, California, and having their convention to go over all of the problems in college sports and how do we fix them and all that. Um, So the LA Times wrote this article. uh, There was this documentation that was passed out last spring, I believe, and now they're talking about it now at the convention. Yeah, so they put in a public records request, the LA Times, they got the the NCAA's report that they put together. Um, And and. And the people, so they, they, they asked administrators, coaches. The uh, NCAA, which is, the again, NCAA, the NCAA yeah. is not some hierarchy that sits up, you know, as if they're, like, they have a chief justice or anything. It's just everyone that works within this whole mold, yes. Yeah, so the, the, the big thing that stood out to me was they asked for what is the biggest threat facing the NCAA, and they had all these people weighing mm-hmm. in on it. Um, and you, you got these great quotes from the public. I, I actually read through the document. Like, I read the article, and then they had mm-hmm. a link to the actual document, and I went through and was reading all the responses. Absolutely hilarious. The ones I want to point out are these. Uh, one guy said the biggest threat is that the court system will force us to start paying athletes, and that will be the end of amateur sports as we know it. I think that if we did a better job to show the academic benefits of playing college sports, it would take a lot of wind out of the balloon. All of the perks like letter jackets, cost of attendance, ring, etc. So he's arguing we need to we need to highlight the, the the benefits we provide, such as letter jackets and rings. Yes, and I will go further with another quote. That from man is respondent. at least 85 years old, right? <laughs> absolutely, <At least. laughs> absolutely. Here's one. Our main weakness is that we still do not do an adequate job of informing the public about the good work that we do do. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's it. That's not it. So here's, what, here's my pitch to the NCAA. Hire us. <laughs> yeah, we will be your spokesman. Yeah. We will be, I will gladly be we'll a mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Send us all the good things you're doing. Tate uh-huh. and I will go over it on the show, and it's we'll just get the you word and out. I swimming in cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like lighting cigars <laughs> as we're talking. All right, this year, yeah. did you realize that two thousand <laughs> diplomas were passed out? Pappy Van Winkle's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> all the furniture are like human beings. We're just like right. sitting on. Yeah. It. I love so student athletes. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
No, in all seriousness, one thing that did stand out mm. to me um, was this this quote because uh, I, I I found this fascinating because I've I've theorized that this is a possibility for a while. Um, one one guy said our uh, the biggest threat is our membership stability. There is a potential that the highest revenue schools might break away. These sixty five schools can pursue their can pursue their own interests. And I've brought this up uh, when, whenever we get whenever we get in the weeds about all the NCAA problems and and name and image likeness and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I make the point that the NCAA is never going to pay salaries because that's the exact opposite of what they stand for. Though it's the exact opposite of why they exist to preserve amateurism. That the way that college athletes are going to get paid is that. Like real salaries, I think the NCAA will is going to going to eventually bend on letting guys sign autographs and and whatever, but they're never going to say like, all right, uh, uh, you know, Peyton Pritchard, here's you, you get a forty thousand dollar salary. Um, that's never ever going to happen under the NCAA thing. So the only way it's going to happen where the where that does happen, where guys are being offered like a hundred thousand dollars over the table for a year, is if schools break away from the NCAA and start their own thing. And I've always just kind of said that as like a that's never going to happen though. So for the fact that the guy acknowledged it, it's still not going to happen. But the fact that like somebody's acknowledged it in an official NCAA document, I found fascinating. Well, the fascinating part is it all it takes is one of those, I guess, big institutions like a Texas. Let's say, let's say what's happening at Kansas happens Texas football or something like that, and yeah. then they decide or, or Notre Dame or North yeah. Carolina. North Carolina fans at one point when all the academic stuff was going around, that was the answer. They wanted to see. It was yeah, to that's what you, Yeah, the, that's people what you, in the South. That's they what you do. Yeah. Yeah, like, Take your ball and go home. Agree, yeah. Uh, you know, and that was like the big talk. But again, when you really look at it, it's not going to happen. It's impossible because everything is so convoluted and interconnected that the system is rigged in the right way for the right parties. That's the whole point. Right. And that's why when you read this, it's pretty hilarious because one of the points was the excessive negative publicity the NCAA gets from sports writers, you, and different <laughs> agendas and different values are the problem. They don't buy into the whole success of the vision of the student athletes. No, it's not true. Something. I buy into it. I and buy I into buy it. Into yeah, it. We buy so into it. we are not the problem. Let us buy into it. Let well, us write about it. Uh, you know my my favorite thing uh, about any NCAA thing that uh, – um, <laughs> That happens is I, I love the guy that th- this is just a tangent I want to go on the, mm-hmm. the guy that that always responds with it's all about money like when like if you were to uh, if you and I were to, d- to discuss this mm-hmm. and you're like I I just don't understand why X Y Z and then someone will chime in and be like it's about the money as though like none of us know that it's about the I don't mm-hmm. know. That, that's a that's that's a, a, a frustration I have is, yeah. is the people that are like comment. the people that are like I'm smarter than everyone else I've cracked the code mm-hmm. the NCA is just trying to make money I'm gonna share my wisdom with everyone in the comments of these articles um, yeah like wh- why if I was a tweet right now man the tournament was so much better when there were 64 teams I don't like the playing games guarantee so there would be people in the comments be like yeah man but it's about the money. I'm like, thank you, sir. Yeah, I, d- I did not. I, I did not realize that. that 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 was the driving force behind this stuff. <laughs> thank you for your wisdom. <laughs> thank you, thank you, professor, yes, economics yeah, it's professor. The, it's the space cash episode. Yeah. Oh no, not Finland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear about Finland? Oh no, not that. Not those guys. <laughs> oh god. So uh, my final quote that I have, which I thought was great, and yeah. this is the biggest threat uh, to the NCAA, folks. According to the, to the NCAA, this is their biggest threat: legislation adverse to our values. That is the mm. biggest threat to the NCAA. You know what their values are, Tate, is money. That's their only value. <laughs> yes. yes. It's a double entendre. So that's the greatest threat to the NCAA. It's yeah, it is, it is fascinating because they so know. So call your senators, your congressmen, whoever, and tell them to draft <laughs> up a bill because that's the NCAA's nightmare. Yeah, they're shaking. Uh, I, I, found it, I found it fascinating, too, that uh, uh, 
there's a lot of mentions of basketball. Now, when, when they were doing the survey or whatever, we were in the thick of the, the FBI kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, one guy did call out, like, uh, um, th- th- I, one of the quotes was, the, the biggest threat is the inability of the NCAA to govern itself is real. The basketball scandal is a good example. NCAA is supposed to be the group in charge of this. So there's, like, one guy that's inside the system that's, like, we are not equipped to, like, deal with it. Where, where are the police? Like, one of the cops is like, I thought the police were supposed to arrest the guy. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And and that's not a great sign for the whole the whole thing. But I found it fascinating that they uh, they mentioned basketball a lot in this report. And it makes sense why, because all the stuff that was going on. But there's, like, hardly any mention of, like, cleaning up football whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations, football programs. Yeah. Definitely not cheating. Definitely no. not. No, for the love of the game. No problems whatsoever <laughs> with football. Uh, all, the, all the problems in college sports exist solely with basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. Nothing to see here. Yeah, no, we're your doing attention great. away. <laughs> yeah, we love the playoff system. Uh, before we go, we have one more segment we have to debut. Mm. We, are, we are contractually obligated. Uh, Fox told us that, that we have to do this once a week mm. uh, now that we are Foxmen. Is that is that what they call us? Foxmen? Yes, Fox is that what it said? Um, like Watchmen. We are, Fox we are contractually obligated uh, to talk about things happening here at Fox. <laughs> um, and I was informed this 10 minutes before we went on. They were like, make sure you, you do the Fox plugs. And I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, you just have to... They're like, I don't know, maybe talk about the Big East. And I was like... <laughs> Have you heard the show? Mm-hmm. That that ain't no, happening. Can't that do is, it. That is not yeah. happening. Only the old big. Um. So I yeah I wanted to uh, just take a second and and what what do you want to plug Tate from Fox? Well, quickly again, we're throwing this together. I have never seen this show uh, in person, but I've heard about it. It's called The Mass Singer. Have you okay. heard about this? Yeah. Uh, apparently, they put celebrities of sorts in mass mm-hmm. and they sing, and then America <laughs> votes on it. And then there was a winner. And <laughs> here's my big caveat. Here's what I don't understand. I've been told Wayne Brady won the mass singer. Right. And again, I don't think isn't the rule of the mass singer that there are no singers. Like actual singers. Oh, like no like actual yes. good singer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't Bra- know. Wayne Brady yes. is a singer. Yes. Yeah, let's just say it. Okay. Yeah, I watch every episode. So yeah. Wayne Brady is a singer mm-hmm. in my mind. So right. I think this has opened up the whole competition, which is great. So here's my whole thing for the mass singer. Here's the next iteration. Okay, now we can have people that are singers in the field. Britney Spears is out there. I like Britney it. Spears on Instagram, if you haven't seen it. Unbelievable! Just go check it out. It's like thirty minutes of free entertainment. She does. I have cat no idea cows. what this is. Gonna, what does this mean? What is what this means is that Britney like, Spears has never a thousand different. No, no, no. no. She's like, never it's... gotten the voice respect she's deserved in her mind. I'm sure. Um, let's put her in a mass. Let's put her in the mass singer, and let's see if she can win. Okay. Let's take pop stars take... and see if they can actually outsing like other people that aren't singers. Yeah. yeah, let's just see if it works. Get all of the the like has been pop stars yeah. and like, Britney bring Spears back. pull off the mask yeah. and she's like finally like they just like me. My favorite thing they about just like my, my voice. My favorite thing about clips from the mass singer uh, is is the judges like throwing out just absurd names mm-hmm. as though like I, I don't I don't know how this like you, you hear someone say like like Ken Jong is standing up being like that's Darva Conger and you're like what <laughs> yes who. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you Deep ever Bob guess? Topra. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Shaka Khan. <laughs> Put Shaka Khan in there. <laughs> oh, man, what a show. Yeah. I also want to see the That's Mass my Singer. company. Here, here's my other pitch of the Mass Singer. Yeah. Do the thing that Sting used to do in the uh, uh, the wrestler Sting. Where he, I don't know <laughs> if he used to do it. I just know he did it once. There's the, the, the famous <laughs> gift where he had the mask of himself. Like, you know, he painted mm, his face white, mm, and then he mm, had the, mm. the, the black stripes mm. on it. So he wore a mask of himself. And then he like appeared out of the crowd, and then he took the mask off to have his real mask on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I want to see. Are you saying you want a mask on a mask? I want to select. I want Britney Spears to go on the Mask Singer wearing a Britney Spears Ooh. mask, 
and it's Britney Spears. And then when she unmasked, it's Britney Spears. And everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> or it's Sia. It's Sia. She's just Sia. Everyone's like, I think it's Everybody her. blows everyone's mind. So is that the Fox update? Or that's, did, that's are, we good? Are, we, update. are we contractually yeah. out yet? Yeah. Uh, uh, is yeah. there anything else you have for company? No, I just want to say yeah. it's been fun walking around okay. the office. I ran into Cletus, the football playing robot in the yes. break room earlier. He's a lot sweet, shorter. Sweet guy, though. He's a lot shorter than yeah. I thought. Like on TV, yeah. he looks big and... Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk much. I don't know. His English isn't great, but uh, yeah, he, he, he seemed like a yeah, really, really <laughs> nice guy. Um, Can't really turn it oh, off, though. I feel bad. I want to plug uh, the Puppy Bowl is on Fox this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we work in a dog-friendly office, too, by the way. I'm very excited about yeah, this. So we're going to get Moses' appearance. He, he hasn't, he's still working on the paperwork. He hasn't got his ID badge yet to, to get into the building yet, but uh, there's that. So, um, yeah. We're, we're company men. There yeah, you go. There you are, go. Is, is, that, is that enough yeah, Fox talk? I think we're good. All right. Yeah. Our lawyers are giving us a thumbs up. Uh, all right. Anything before <laughs> we go? Wayne Brady's people are very happy about this. <laughs> shout outs and closeouts. Shout outs and closeouts. Quickly, I want to shout out the McDonald's All-American game. Uh, the the mm-hmm. results, uh, the rosters were just put out. I guess the, those are results for those kids. But North Carolina wins the offseason for the first time. Uh, Congrats. At least since I can't remember. And I know that this is you know something that you're not supposed to be proud of. We made fun of Duke winning the offseason in the past three years. North Carolina finally wins it. Four players in the McDonald's uh-huh. All-American game. Um, it's an honor. It's a privilege to be here. It's nice Humbled to win. And blessed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To win the offseason for once is great for North Carolina. Um, just the McDonald's game and the roster itself. We had the roster. We did. And we chose not to scoop it. Yeah. For the record. This is our brand. Is having I didn't know enough of the other kids yeah. to scoop it. So yeah. I was kind of like, I could have done the Carolina stuff, but mm-hmm. we don't need that. Yeah. Just save for I knew we won. This is this is great. Is uh we, we the great thing about this brand that mm-hmm. we have of having this having the scoop but not not to be honest, I was it. threatened by the scoop. Yeah. I didn't want to put it out there and then I'm like, I don't want the jump coming after me. We are the biggest cowards in the scoop. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. The great Other thing about cowards. this brand is we can yes. claim every scoop. Mm-hmm. We can be like, We had that. We actually mm-hmm. had that. We just didn't <laughs> yeah, I had it. Yeah. I sorry, had sorry. I had LeBron I didn't want to put that Kevin Durant told me three summers ago he was going to the Warriors. Sorry about that. I just uh, didn't want to put it out there. I want to give a shout-out to Jerry Stackhouse when you're, while you're on Carolina oh, stuff, yes. who tweeted an apology, a very lengthy apology, to the Vanderbilt faithful, not forgetting mm. absolutely stomped at home by their rival Tennessee. That was not the apology, Tate. Mm. The apology was that his team went 0-for-25 from the three-point <laughs> line, and it, was, it ends a 34-year streak, over 1,000 games, 1,080 games to be exact, that Vanderbilt had made a three uh, in a game. And it was snapped by going 0 for 25. Two teams now remain. My research turned up. And by my research, I mean I was reading one article about it. Um, UNLV and Princeton, apparently, are the only two teams left that have made a three in every game they've played in since the three-point line has been put in. So Jerry Stackhouse is like, I'm so, so sorry. I was putting in all my best shooters at the end of the game trying to get this three-point thing. Do you think he knew that that was an existence? Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. oh, definitely. He definitely did. Yeah, and the fans were, like, losing their minds as every – they kept jacking threes and missing, and the fans were like, oh, 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 oh. They were more upset that they, they, they snapped the streak uh, than, than, again, that they got stomped. Jerry, come home. <laughs> yeah. Go to Chapel Hill. Yeah, you don't have to put up with that. Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, come on, Jerry. Come on, Come on. Um, so I want to give a shout-out to, to, to that. I want to give a shout-out to Derek Rose and Brad Calipari, two mm. Detroit basketball titans – uh, that, that's actually Detroit's nickname, I believe. Mm. Detroit Mercy Titans, I believe. Um, they they had a meet and greet. Did you see this? That uh, Cal Coach Cal was at the the Pistons game with with Brad, and Brad had like the what do you call that? The 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 shoulder bag, the, the fanny pack that you wear yeah, on your yeah. shoulder. Shoulder bag, right? Yeah, I'm saying shoulder bag. Yeah, <laughs> shoulder bag. Yeah, and one of those on. Um, it's a YSL, probably. The meaning of 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 the great the two greatest point guards in Detroit basketball history mm. was was a sight to behold. So shout out to to. All the all fans of Detroit basketball. 
it's so funny too because Derek Rose, uh, I've lucky, I've been lucky enough to meet Derek, you know, once or twice, and he's a very nice, humble, sweet man. And to think about him talking to Brad would just be probably the greatest conversation ever. And we need to give our microphones up to them for that conversation yeah. because I want to see what John and Brad and D Rose all have in common because Brad had to be such a big fan of Derek Rose right. at that age. Right. It just must be very sweet. Right. Congratulations, Brad. Uh. Also want to mention Red Panda is washed up. Um, <laughs> Red Panda, I am to Red Panda. I am becoming to Red Panda what you are were mm. to Sister Jean. Mm. Um, I am I am the one man brave enough to put my neck out there and say she's washed. I mm. love Red Panda as much as anyone else. Uh, but I went to the what, what game did we go to Clippers Hornets this mm-hmm. year right at Staples mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. She was dropping left and right, and and I I don't think it serves anybody in this country. Again, we are a country right now that is on the mend after witnessing the Kansas Kansas State fight. We are as divided as ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, times are tough right now. What we need is not like sympathy and 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 you know mm-hmm. coddling. Mm-hmm. What we need is that, that can do <laughs> spirit. We we got to stop coddling Red Panda. Mm-hmm. She's washed up. Just acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Like the lying about it doesn't doesn't do anybody any good. The clip of her at Notre Dame, in Notre Dame-Syracuse game. Poor Mike Bray. Oh, my God. Gosh. What Can't a, get away from it. What an atrocity. I mean, like, she had a great run. She did. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. she's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing otherwise. I'm just, I'm not even telling her to retire. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying she doesn't have it anymore. I it's, think yeah. I think what's really happened. You brought it up earlier is that we live in a highlights world, and Red mm-hmm. Panda lives in a highlights you know world as well. And she sees these basketball players, and she's like, "I just see this yeah. guy have one dunk. That's a big story, and that's it. So I just got to do this one time. I have to deliver one time. It's gonna be out there. Red Panda's back. She's overexposed. I think too. Mm-hmm. We need to do fewer shows. She needs yes. to do one show a week. Hype it up. Get it going. Nail it. Practice all week, and and she's she's just flying all over the country, going to mm-hmm. God knows where. She's showing up at like high school basketball. She's, she's kind of like Slash. Like yeah. we don't, we're not <laughs> sure if it is one person or a lot of people. You know, what dude. I mean? How many red be, pandas are out there? Wouldn't that be a conspiracy? Wow. There's like there's twelve like red pandas, and they teach you how to do this. And there's like one who's actually great at it. Wow. And the one we're seeing that's failing is like, yes, that's not the real red panda. Yeah. It's like Santa Claus. You don't always get a good. Does Santa she Claus. ever fail like in a big game? It's mm-hmm. always like a Notre Dame Syracuse, like mm-hmm. two crappy teams. Yeah. Like if she if she's if she's at the Clippers Lakers game and it's on. Let's look at her schedule and figure out like if she yeah. did a Jazz and Clippers game the same night she did. I might know? take this all back. I mean, I might be back in on Red Panda. She she just yeah. saves it for the prime time. <laughs> she's saving it for the postseason. She's yeah. she's gonna do the NCAA yeah. tournament. Like she's at the Final Four, just mm-hmm. killing it. But when <laughs> when she get gets relegated to to Syracuse game, she's like I, I don't have it. But um. No, I mean she's a primetime player. Not, let, just don't coddle her. She she doesn't want to be coddled. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want. Yeah, legends think, want to live. Yeah, legends want to be treated with respect, and it does. It's not respectful. Speaking to, of, go see Bad Boys Three um, <laughs> and respect some legends. Uh, what else did I have? I had a uh, 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 Sharif O'Neal transferring from from UCLA. We'll, we'll save that for the Pac-12 update. Okay, okay, you're Lots gonna save that. For, okay, all right, yes. save that for Baron the Davis. I'll put it quickly. Baron Davis has rescinded his support of Mick Cronin. Something that we thought was very integral earlier mm-hmm. in the season. He has said now that Reef is gone, he's out. Yeah. So that's 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 a precursor. Tune in on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what's happening with that. <laughs> to the pact. Will Baron Davis officially uh, turn on UCLA? I want to shout out uh, Devon Dotson, who I I felt is playing at a first team All American level. Um, I he hurt his hip against Baylor. That was the you know Baylor probably was still going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. He like Baylor has great guards and they lock up defensively and you know I you can make the argument that they were going to lock up Dotson anyway. Um, but certainly without having Dotson out there, Kansas was screwed. I told you, I, I remember texting you, and then when I saw you, I was like certain of it, that Devon Dotson tore something in his hip. Mm-hmm. It was not a hip pointer. I mm-hmm. still stand by that, by the way. Not that he tore something, mm-hmm. but the story they're putting forth is wrong, Tate. 
It's a it's not true. Um he did not he did not get a hit pointer in the Baylor game, but he apparently mm. seems to be healthy. So I was kind of wrong. But I wasn't wrong. Like he he definitely the story they said was that he was playing in the Baylor game, he knocked hips with somebody, it was bruised, it was sore, and that was what was holding him back. That is definitely not the case. He mm. he might have a hit pointer, but it happened in practice or it happened some other time. It didn't mm. happen in the Baylor game. That I'm sticking by that. But uh it turns out he's probably healthy because he's putting up numbers since he's come back. He's and, back. Uh, we, and, we yeah, learn in college yeah. basketball, the full circle conversation is there's never the whole truth. There's a lot of partial truths. There's a lot of people that are telling their version of the truth, but there's never a whole right. truth. And that's just where we are. Or maybe he did tear his leg room and he's just like playing through it. And Again, still who knows? not we the whole know. truth. We don't know. Not we don't know. Truth, yeah. But uh, the point is I was really worried because I, I felt I had my Alex Jones tinfoil hat on. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, he's out for the season. He's not coming back. This mm-hmm. is very, very bad for Kansas. Uh, but he's back, and he's playing playing pretty well. So I don't know. I'll, I'll concede that wasn't 100% right. He's back. I wasn't 100% right. Kansas but I wasn't back. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas is okay. Um, all right. That's it. Games to watch. I want to I want to say this just to get the people uh, uh, yeah, on involved, the Involved, invested. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, as you're listening to this, that would be tonight. Marquette at Butler, FS1, 9 Eastern. Um, should be a good game. Butler is reeling a little bit, losing a lot of games. Uh, Marquette, Marcus Howard. How do you feel about Marcus Howard? Just shoots I, a lot. He shoots yeah. a lot. I'm on I that side. Like Where do you fall? Howard gets the hate that Trey, like Trey Young, gets all this hate for shooting too much and not passing his teammates, even though he's third in the league in assists. Right. In the entire NBA. Divert but that Mar- to Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard. Marcus Howard made the yeah, Housers. I trust the Housers. Yeah. They 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 trained. Well, we do love the Big East, but yeah, we just, do love the Big take East. The hate but over there. No, if you want a Big East scorer who's like goes unconscious, mm-hmm. cheer for Miles Powell. That's yeah. the guy you want. Yeah. The Marcus Howard. I don't know. And also, if your team lost to Rutgers earlier in the year. It wasn't a bad loss. It's not a Just bad loss. Just get over it. Yeah. Rutgers is yeah. good. Miles Powell is definitely my biggest player of the year. No question about okay. it. So, um, Lock it in. Saturday, there are two games I got my eye on. Kentucky at Texas Tech. Mm. Uh, 6 Eastern, ESPN on, on that one. Uh, and then also Baylor at Florida at 8 Eastern. The number one team in the country goes to your Florida Gators mm. State, the team that you said was going to win the national title at the beginning of the year. Um this is this is a, a big time opportunity for them. That one's also on ESPN. We got the doubleheader. This the, is the, the SEC Big Twelve yeah, showdown. Yeah, which, which again never makes sense. I do like it though that it's in the middle of the, the mm-hmm. season. That like the middle of the conference season. That's pretty cool. Gives you some different games. Uh, and then Sunday we have San Diego State. The last the the last remaining undefeated team is at UNLV. Four Eastern on CBS Sports. UNLV is not great, but um, this San Diego State's like, undefeated. Yeah, this feels like a loss. Oh, it does. Yes, I circled. I think the big game and, and San, every game that they have next feels like a loss. For San Diego State, you just feel like eventually they're gonna slip. You're up. just gonna call it every yeah, time. Yeah, like, this like, is the this, game this, this feels like it. Uh, the one to me is uh, uh, at New Mexico when mm-hmm. they go to the pit. That I think I, San Diego State fans can tell me if I'm wrong. I think that's the game they're most worried about until the conference tournament because I think if they get past that, they're smooth sailing. I think that's the one that they have circled. Is like, eh, hmm. we'll see. Uh, there's that game at, at, at four, also at three uh, on Fox. Hey, would you look at that? Uh, oh, wow. Michigan State at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Michigan State lost tonight. Minnesota. I don't know what happened in Minnesota. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, uh, I didn't happened. see it. So those are those are some games to check out if you're not really sure what to watch. We'll probably be talking about something that happened in at least one or two of those. Uh, check all that out. Anything else before we go, Tate? Poor Sharif O'Neal. My goodness. Someone give this man a home. <laughs>